voices and spirits sail Every mark on this earth tells a tale Every day that goes by without ever asking why You believe in your dreams Close your eyes and believe in magic as I hold your hand Close your eyes Um, this is your host Susie Parrott and obviously this is International Angels Network. Thank you for joining us today on this very warm day actually in London but obviously I'm doing a podcast so you'll get this on towards the end of September. Uh, so thank you guys for joining us and um, yeah let's let's see what we talk about today on the podcast. I do have an idea of what I'm talking about today. Um, but uh, first of all, just like to say that the network is sponsored by Auditable, um, Amazon Audible. And if you want a free book, you can go to the website and get a free book for a month. And after that, you can stop it so it doesn't cost you anything. And us as a network, our shows from the hosts are all... Um, then put out put out on major platforms, Podable, Player FM, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, um, gosh, TuneIn Radio, lots and lots of platforms that you can find us on, and also Apple Podcasts, which used to be iTunes. And you can get us on Alexa now. Amazon Alexa, you can get us through your, your car's system as well. Um, we're just pretty much Roku TV, <laughs> TuneIn Radio. There's lots of platforms that you can find us on uh, to re-listen to our shows again. I think that's just about everything I can think of. Um, but yes, so you can listen to listen to the show's time and time again at your own pleasure i usually use uh, player fm actually because it's um just an easy thing to use from my phone so that's what i use so there you are well like i say thank you for joining me again today on my podcast um i've had um an interesting week for any of you that follow me normally you you'll know a bit about me um, you know, being a psychic medium clairvoyant, and I work with the angelic realms. I'm, you know, there's more to me than just just being, you know, a few things. We all have our our, our special gifts in life. Uh, all of us do. All of us light workers. You know, they may different differ, but uh, be different. But we, yeah, we all have different um, specialities, I suppose. Like the angels, what we're good at. But um, this last week. I've had an experience and I wanted to share it with you because 
it goes to show that, you know, I talk about spirit and I talk about the angels a lot, but I don't always talk about the spiritual network that I have around me and that is my family. Um, you know, I have a lot of family that have passed over uh, that I'm in more touch with than I am with in the physical on this plane. And, you know, which is kind of funny. And I always joke and say, you know, there's more people in heaven that care about me than there are on the earth plane. It's, it's just the way it is, you know. And, you know, I accept that for what it, for what it is, you know, I don't hold on to that. It's just, yeah, I've just released that, you know, there's no point holding on to things you can't change because as regards to my family, that's their choice. It's their free will, not my choice. So, you know, I've, I've just learned to, to let go of that. So, and dealt with it, you know in the right manner, I feel, you know, I, I don't harbour any malice to any members of my family or, or, you know, I'm not that type of person. I just, yep, yeah, let's deal with that and move on, you know, don't hold it to me. There's no point. Um, but anyway, for any of you that have known me and listened to my show regularly, you'd be knowing that I have struggled with getting over this situation with my ex-partner, who is my twin flame, uh, soulmate type of energy, you know, and uh, I didn't finish this relationship, he did, and um, it, it became a bit of a shock because I just kept hanging in there and just kept thinking he was going to come back, we were going to get back together, because I loved him, you know, I genuinely really, really loved him, and he probably didn't I don't know. I haven't asked him about it, but maybe he he generally didn't think that I felt about him as much as I did. But I, in fact, I did. You know, it broke my heart into a thousand pieces when we split up and then to realise that we weren't going to get back together was even harder. I went through this mourning process of like he died. And, you know, when you go through a mourning process, everybody's different. You know, if you lose a member of your family or someone you're close to, you know, there's no time limit on that mourning process. We are all very different within a mourning process. And I've I've learned that this definitely this time round being on the earth plane. So some days, even now, even though it's two years later, I you know, I crave to hear his voice, Uh, it's like silly things like that, and it's, I think it's like that, like I say, when someone close to you dies, you just like, oh, I'd love to, you know, the walk in that door type of thing, and it is a mourning process, so this whole situation has been difficult, because he's also as the person he is, and I'm not downing him, I'm just saying as the person he is, he wanted to pick parts of my life, And I was still madly in love with him or whatever, or had these deep-rooted feelings for him, but he just wanted to come around and be really casual with me and on on a sexual plane. And, you know, he was filling his own needs, really. He was being incredibly selfish and just obviously pleasing himself. I'm not saying I wasn't getting something out of it, if you know what I mean, but um, it was killing me. 
And he didn't seem to get the fact that it was killing me. It was hurting me so much. Having him round my house, it was stirring all these feelings up of, past, of the love that I had for him. And I just couldn't move forward. And I wasn't moving forward because my heart was still with him. And, you know, I, I just, yeah, I wasn't moving forward at all. Uh, because my heart was with him, I kept thinking because he kept wanting to come back, he wanted me, no he just didn't actually, he just wanted what he wanted and he wanted to leave and then I didn't see him again until the next time he came round, um, you know, for the sexual side of things and it was killing me and he did it the last time in September and I, I thought I can't do this, I love myself enough to stop this. You know, it, it just, he was never, it, you know, he wasn't horrible to me, guys. He didn't say anything. He wasn't mean or nasty or cutting with his words. But, you know, I wanted more from him that he was obviously prepared to give. So since last September, I've really just ignored him. He has tried numerous times, even coming around my house and knocking on my door, because I do live near him. And I didn't, open the door and I've done that a couple of times and he gets on the phone he's a bit arsy he's like where are you da 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 and I, I'm like I'm out you know I'm not really I'm upstairs in my home but for some reason my dog hasn't barked he hasn't made a noise and uh, I didn't open the door because I knew that I had to break this awful pattern that we were in because spirit had said to me you know he he doesn't want you in a you know in a proper normal relationship he just wants these selfish parts of my, my you know my life so anyway it has been a hard road and recently I have been letting go of a lot of energy um, from the past there's been mass clearing with the moon energy that's been around us uh, of recent weeks and I, you know, I know this and, you know, I, I can feel it leaving me. I honestly, I could feel it leaving me. And, you know, the angels always let me know what's going on. And they're like, no, this is just leaving you. It's going to be a bit unbearable, but it's just going to leave you and you're going to feel better. And they were right. I did feel better, but it still didn't kind of stop my heart pining I don't know if it's like um habit <laughs> it's like my heart got into a habit of you know because I haven't got in another relationship with another man if I think about love or anything like that I go back to feeling of sigh you know I, I just revert back to him so I go into this dreamy state of hit you know thinking of him and and it was a dangerous, quite dangerous place to be in because if he'd have contacted me, there again, it's probable that I would have reciprocated and we would have seen each other and then the same pattern would have started again, you know? So anyway, I've been fighting this. The angel's been helping with me. At one point, uh, Metatron even put a crystal grid in front of me to stop his energy coming to me because I'd been etheric cord cutting from Psy. And, it, and it, what annoyed me, he would blimmin' cord up to me while I was sleeping. And I'd wake up in the morning and the first thing I think of is him and I'd be like, damn it, because he's flipping corded to me again. So I'd have to do all my cord cutting procedure again. Um to uncord from him 
you know, because he is, his energy's strong. I know when he's thinking of me and I, I know when he's corded back up to me because I see his face as soon as I wake up. I'm like, oh, for goodness sake. So I do my cord cutting ritual, ritual, and, you know, I do cord cuttings, which does make me feel better. Well, anyway, being this psychic medium clairvoyant that I have with this beautiful gift of being able to speak to the dead and um, such, I had a beautiful experience. I've met my ex-partner's father before. He has been around me in the past when Saeed was, we started dating. He wasn't very happy because I am a non-Muslim. That did not go down around with him because they have very, very strong beliefs. But he said that he could see what I bring to his son, how I've changed him, how I help him. And he was grateful for that, you know. He, he said, he had said in the past, that, you know, he could see what a good influence I was on his boy. And he mellowed over me being non-Muslim. And that shocked me because I know how strict my ex-partner had been brought up. And I never met his family, guys, because he said, you know, they are they would make life difficult for you. And he said that it's just best you don't get involved because you don't have them, you won't have them knocking on your door and da, da, da. So we were a bit of a secret, which is kind of funny for eight years nearly, you know, we was a secret, but um, it didn't bother me. We we got on like a house on fire, even with cultural differences. And even with the fact that Ramadan used to drive me flipping crazy. Um, but, you know, there was never this that I had to convert or anything like that. He he didn't want that for me either. Being a Muslim, he said, in this day and age is tough. And even a big man like himself had, you know, had a lot of prejudice against him. Um, so he didn't want that for me either. But, you know, maybe that was the part that I didn't see as well, he is not a non-committal person. I don't think he'll ma ever marry and I don't think he'll be ever be able to commit to anybody fully. Um, and especially because he has a little girl and, you know, it is what it is, guys. So I kind of, in a way, knew this, but, you know, it can't, you can't help who you love. And, you know, I did fall in love with him hard and being that like I say guys twin flame soul soulmate energy which we are and I know for a fact that we've been together many times in many past lives so there was that whole recognition of re recognizing him of knowing him and feeling comfortable with him and safe with him these are all traits twin flame soul soulmate energy you know so it was inevitable that we were going to fall for each other hard except that you know I, the m most of the time that we were together I was the one that was not trying to fall out and fall out of love with him that's what he was trying to do with me you know because I think a big time love for him at this time in his life just he couldn't deal with it but anyway it didn't work and his father has been around me in the past. Well, his father turned up this week. Bless him. He turned up and he, he was lovely. He came to me, you know, like spirit do, because I'm this psychic medium clairvoyant. And he just said, I just want to thank you for loving my son. He said, you know, I, I'm so 
grateful for what you did for him. Um, but he just said to me, you're not going to be together again. You know, I want you to move on in your life. I want you to be happy. Um, and he said that he wanted to come to me and say this to me, and obviously not to upset me, but to help me and, you know, kind of realise that it's the end and that, you know, I need to let go. I need to stop daydreaming about his son, which I get, you know. So it was, it was lovely of him to come in spirit to me because he was coming from obviously the right place, a nice place. And he just said, you know, you're, you're not going to get back in a relationship with him full time. But I just, you know, want the best for you and I want you to move forward and thank you for loving my son. He didn't want to tell me what Sai's future was, um, but he did apologise for his treatment of me. He said, I did not bring my son up to be like that. He said, I don't know why he treated you that way. Um, and he said, I'm sorry for that, the way he treated you. Because, yeah, like I just said, he said to me that that's not the way he brought him up and his mum and I said well you know that's not down to you and he said no but I want you to know you know I, I, I didn't bring him up that way I brought him up to respect women and he said that he's lost his way which I kind of know anyway and he said you know that um, I'm hoping he comes out the other side of this you know, and I just, you know, without getting into Saeed's personal life, I just said to his dead well, dad, well, something's got to give for him to move forward, you know. He's, um, you know, got a, I feel God brought him to his knees, but he's still not doing what, what he needs to be doing. So, so his dad didn't want to divulge too much with me about his personal life, which is actually fine. But I thought it was really lovely that he was blunt but firm but nice about, you know, telling me he wants me to move on in my life. And he wants me to be happy, which I thought was so, so lovely of him to do that. And he just said, thank you for loving my son. And I found that, guys, really, really touching. And he said, because, you know, you loved him unconditionally which I did, and I just thought that was lovely. And do you know what? It's really, really helped me. It's really helped me heal. I'm not pining like I was at all. Um, you know, I really feel at peace about it now. Um, and I'm really glad for that because, you know, these two years have been a long struggle and with him wanting to come back into my life all the time and caught up to me but like I say come back into my life not the way I want him to be um but he was giving me hope even though we couldn't see that but his drive for what he wanted from me kept him coming back so I've you know, I do feel in a better place about that and very grateful that Sh that his dad came to me Sharif and said these two, you know, these things to me. And I am in a better place about it. I really, really am. Well, this story that I'm sharing with you does get a bit longer. And it's a good job because my podcast at least 50 minutes. 
Um, and what happened last night, I'm going away this, this weekend and um, I'm just worry a bit about my dog and leaving him. I'm only going for three nights, but I do worry a bit about him. Well, anyway, my father came in last night to speak to me, which was absolutely fabulous. Uh, it's been a, a while. Uh, Dad's always in a rush. He's a um, very busy man in the uh, in the heaven plane. And last night, on oh my days, he came through thick and fast to me and had a lot to tell me, and um, which I was obviously very, very grateful for. But what I was most shocked at was the fact that my father said I understand Sharif came to see you which is my ex's father and I said yeah like how do you know that and he said now I was like wow he actually went to my father and my family apparently in the, you know, the angel realms, the, the heaven realms, and said, look, I know Susie's struggling with the situation with Saeed like you do. Do you think it would benefit her if I have a word with her? And my dad told me last night, he said, I turned around to, to him and said, if that he thought that he could help me in some way through his words, then dad said yes to him and my father gave Sharif his blessing in to come and speak to me which obviously he did but my father said what a lovely man he is and he said that he so was caring about what I had been going through and how much pain I'd been in because of me and his son you know, didn't, hadn't worked and, you know, the story, guys, because I've already shared it with you, you know. And he, my dad had said, well, yeah, sure, if you think it can help her, please do. So not only had Sai's dad come to me to help me and check I was okay and try and help me with this mourning process, that I've been going through, he actually went to my family before he came to me to check and ask that that would be okay. Now, that I thought was absolutely lovely. And my dad joked with me. And what my dad said was, and I'm sure my, knowing my father like I do and knowing myself, we're very... We're very samely humoured. And my dad turned round to me and he went, he's, he's flipping all right for one of them, isn't he? And I said, what do you mean one of them? He goes, one of them Muslims. <laughs> I don't want anyone taking offence, please. It, dad meant it like I would mean it as just, do you know what I mean? Sometimes you can think that there's barriers with religion, you know, especially at this day and age. And my dad just come out with it and I was just laughing. Um, and I said, Dad, you can't say that. He goes, I can. I said it to him. He goes, what a lovely bloke. He goes, he's a really, really nice bloke. He goes, I see where Cy gets a lot of his traits from, um, you know, since he's kind of, I don't know, like his, like Sai's dad said, you know, he, he, he said, 
I didn't bring him up that way and he's kind of fallen off the wagon a bit of the, the his path of life, you know. But um, that's what my dad said. I was laughing my socks off last night thinking, Dad, you can't say that because I bloody said, I said it to him. He said it was, he said he took it. We had a laugh and he said, what a lovely man. Um, and I was like, it just blew me away, guys. And I suppose that's why I'm sharing the story with you because, you know, spirit, we think, oh, they're dead. They think, you know, they're not here in the physical. And I always talk about people, you know, don't get upset when someone passes. I know you're going to miss them in the physical, but they're always, always around us. But not always are they always around us, but they're always striving for what's best for us, you know. And, you know, even my ex's father had seen me struggling and came to me and orchestrated that conversation, but he'd also gone to my family and asked if that was okay with them for me to receive him. And, you know, for my dad, he was, said he's all right for one of those, isn't it? I was like, oh, my days. I said, you know what I mean? You can't say that. And he goes, I did. We had a laugh. So do you know what? I think, if anything, my dad's made a friend in heaven as well. So, you know... <laughs> Religion, does it matter? No, it doesn't. But it, it, you know, for him to come in the first place to do that, but then to go and check with my family that that's all right, has blown me away. And, you know, I really feel my dad has, you know, made a, a friend in heaven of, of um, you know, my ex's dad. And the fact that, you know, he's a Muslim. And... With everything that seems to go on with religion in the world and has done for many centuries, I'm well chuffed that, you know, in thinking that, yeah, maybe me dad has got a different, you know, a new friend from a different culture. And why not? You know, because God's love knows no boundaries and why should ours, you know, why should we get bogged down on, on especially in the hem in the earth plane of religion? Does it matter if you get on with someone you know what I mean? And like I say, I was with him for all those years. His family never knew about me. And there were certain situations that happened and I knew about it. And he said to me, you understand, don't you, why I never told them about you, why I have kept you separate. And I did, guys. I did understand that. Um, because of the way that they are culturally and, you know, the way they are with him. So I didn't take it personally but it, he was always up front with me with that anyway. So it's not like, you know, he always said, you know, you're never going to have this this close-knit thing with my family because there's two, you know, bigger cultural difference and probably in a way that's another one of um, the reasons why we aren't together because we are so different culturally um, in a massive way. But to me, love has no boundaries, do you know what I mean? And I believe that. And I believe it has no boundaries in heaven, you know. And what this podcast today is about is that, you know, just because your loved ones aren't here and they're not around you in the physical, they've, they've got your back. You know, that love that they have for you knows no boundaries. And they are trying their best for you all of the time. 
I mean, I had a guy come in the shop on Tuesday and he looked broken. And I've got to be honest, he turned around to me and he said, my dad's just passed. And he was a mess. He was a mess. He had, he had tears in his eyes as he said it. And I said, he's never been in my shop before. Never been here. He come in with a spirit. And being a psychic medium, clairvoyant, I am, I spoke to the spirit and I said, okay, he's, your dad's with your nan, your nan's here. And I gave him a quick reading to let him know that I wasn't full of rubbish, that I am an authentic psychic medium, clairvoyant, I'm not full of rubbish. I gave him the message and it blew him away. And I was so, so pleased because not only did I blow him away and he was like, I've never been here before. You don't even know me. How can you do this? How do you know this about my dad? How do you know this about my nan? And I said, because I am the real deal. You know, I didn't say it in a big headed way or anything like that. But what I'm getting at is that, you know, his family had orchestrated him to come into my shop. They had, and the grandmother came in with him, and the grandmother was talking to me, and I was relaying the messages to him. And he cried. He cried, bless his heart. He had hold of my hand. He was kissing my hand. He goes, you don't know what you've done for me. And I said, look, it's not me. It's them. It's your family from the other side that love you that much, that see you're broken, see that your mum's broken. And they want you to know that he's in the light and he's okay. And he's with his mother. He's with that side of the family and he's with his mum. And he went out of here a new man. He left the bags of, of grief that he was carrying. He left him in my shop and off he went. And I gave him a card and I said, when mum's ready and you're ready, I'll give you a joint reading and dad will come through. I know he didn't believe in it when he was here, but he wants to put you at, at ease and at rest. When he's finished in heaven, he'll be ready. It's just when you're ready in the physical so I hope he does get in contact with me and I hope I do, you know, give them, you know, a reading. But guys, that was his family. I mean, he's never been here before. You know, never been here before, but he walked in with his nan. And, you know, that was something, me being the person I am and lucky to have this wonderful gift that I try and help people with continually um, and as much as I can, I was able to help in that situation. And to see his little face after wiping those tears, he actually went out. I can't say doing cartwheels, but he looked flipping happy. A lot happier than when he come in. So, you know, your loved ones on the other side, they're always working for the benefit of you. Definitely. And to think then my dad came in with more messages for me last night. You know, he's telling me not to worry about Zeus. He said, it's only three nights before you know it and he knows it. You'll be back at home. You know, don't worry about him. He'll be fine with Jan, my neighbour, bless her. So, you know, because like, Zeus is quite nervy. So my dad was like, you know, he'll be fine. Just go and enjoy yourself. You, you know, you'll enjoy seeing your friends. And, you know, of course he's right. Uh, he said a few other things to me. Um, but you know, it, it was lovely obviously to hear from him and get the download, but also to know that my ex's dad 
bless him, had gone to my family first before he come to me to help me out. And he has helped heal me, there's no doubt about that. His kind words and words of support have helped me no end. But, you know, I obviously know, guys, that all of us haven't got my gifts and not all of us, you know, get what our family are probably trying to do for us or trying to say to us. But that's why people like me exist. So we can help people, you know, in understanding that, you know, there is no death. It's just the body that dies and that we're infinite beings of light and that we live on and on. And, you know, we go back to the heaven plane when our body's conked out. And then, you know, we can either spend a little bit of time up there um, having a bit of fun and in spirit way with our families or we can, you know, come straight back down. You know, we have free will. We're, we're lucky like that. You know, we, can, we have free will. So we can stay up there or we can come back down, whatever we want to do. But, you know, before you do, you have to work out, you know, your life plan and things like that, what all your experiences you need to play out on this earth, your karma issues, your family karma, and things like that. Um, you know, you have to do that before you come back down, but you have free will. And there's one thing I do know that time moves very quick here than it does in heaven. I learnt that from when my dad first passed and he came back to see me two weeks after he passed. And I said to him, where the heck have you been? He goes, well, I've literally gone up to do what I needed to do in heaven. I'll come back to tell you I'm all right. So, you know, the, the dimensional time difference between he heaven and earth, there is, it's a lot quicker here. It's a lot slower moving in, in heaven. Um, but it's just so nice to know that, you know, unaided and unthought of that spirit would have just done that for me. Do you know what I mean? My spiritual family and my ex's dad, bless his heart, you know, saw me struggling and took time out of his day in heaven to then come through to me and to try and help me, which is, a, which is a wonderful thing to do, you know, to do. But like I say, love has no boundaries. And, you know, it never ceases to amaze me, the magic of love and, you know, the love of another from, from, the, from the heaven realms, you know? I mean, there's endless stories I can share with you know, literally how our loved ones on the other side help us because they love us so much that they want the best for us and they want to help us as well as the angelic realms and as well as your other spirit guides while you're here on earth. You know, they're all trying to make your life as comfortable and as easy as possible while you're here. And yeah, of course, my dad knew I was struggling about this situation with my ex and not being helped by my ex constantly wanting to come to me but for the wrong reasons really which like I say in turn just kept making me thinking that he wanted me back and he didn't he just wanted parts of my life which isn't fair Do you know what I mean that wouldn't be fair on anyone and it wasn't it wasn't fair on me 
So, you know, that has stopped. I'm the one that's had to be strong since last year and I don't answer the door and I don't answer the phone, I don't answer the emails, the text messages and I'm the one that's staying strong because I know through spirit and my dreams even that the situation with him has not changed. If I let him back into my life, I know that he would just want the same pattern and I don't want that. And I deserve more than that same pattern, you know? I do, I'm not having somebody pick parts of my life that they want. That's not fair. I love me enough to not accept that, you know? And if he doesn't want all of me, then that's his problem. But it's my free will and my choice that I choose to not have him just pick parts of my, my life that he prefers. It's, it's not fair. I want a normal, loving relationship. And I'm, you know, I, I am worthy of that, you know? But I really do believe that love has no boundaries and, you know, your loved ones on the other side, guys, they're, they're there. They're trying to make life as bearable and as easy as possible for you and try and direct you and lead you the right way, you know, and show you that they're around endlessly. I mean, I was walking Zeus the other morning and the feather just floated down out of nowhere. No birds were flying around right in front of my eyes. I actually picked it up. It's a beautiful feather. Um, I actually picked it up and took it home. But, you know... It, they're, they're, they're there for you as well. I go on about the angels have got your back. Your loved ones have got your back as well from the other side. You know, and this story this week obviously proves it to me. But not only that, an act of kindness from my ex is dad to do that for me. You know, that was lovely. And I thanked him an, a lot before he left me, you know, before his energy left me, I, I thanked him because, you know, up in the, the heaven plane, spirits aren't just aimlessly floating about, they've got their own jobs, you know, they do their own thing, they're not, you don't get lazy, you don't get lazy spirits, you know, they've, they've got their own thing they're doing in heaven, um, like, you know, the angels, you won't have lazy angels in heaven they'll all have their own they've all got their own specialities they've all got their jobs set out for them and um, because they will they're not just standing around doing being idle I mean unemployed angels that's a different thing because there might be many guardian angels on this plane that aren't being used and invoked which I talk about a lot unemployed angels especially the guardian angels if you're not working with your angel invite your angel to work with you today ask your angel to work with you today because the possibilities are endless what they can do for you but obviously having spirit on the other side you know it, it is again it the the possibilities are endless my dad told me last night just to keep my faith with because I'm looking to move and it's been a long slog at moving, finding somewhere and moving. 
And he just said last night, keep the faith. It's all going to fall into place and work out for you. There's nothing to worry about. It's weird because sometimes I just think I worry because it's a pattern of worry. Do you know what I mean? And I find myself thinking, why am I worrying about this? You know, I think it's just a pattern of the past because I've surrendered to the, the spirit realms. You know, I, I don't really worry like I used to, but I was a bit, I suppose, concerned about Zeus. But that's what I mean. My dad comes in, he backs that up and just says, don't, don't worry about it. You know, everything's going to be fine. You're, you're only away for a short period of time and you'll be home. So, you know, it's all kind of validation as well for for us. Um, you know, so I do feel very honoured and, and very loved by my family from the other side. Um, you know, that just love me. And just because of those boundaries of being on the, on the other side, you know, that's not an issue. You know, there, I mean, there's a story I've actually written about it. And it's um, to happen 10 years ago, actually, a friend of mine. I met her through her son that had been murdered. And she was in a bad place, as you can imagine. Her son's only 14 at the time when he got murdered. And it ripped that family apart. I mean, literally ripped the heart out of it. And it's not there now even, you know. They're, they're not... I don't know how you could fully heal after your 14-year-old son being murdered, you know, your grandson and that. It's been a horrific time. But my close friend was having suicidal tendencies because she thought her heart, her life had fallen apart. She won't live anymore without her son. Um, and I was on holiday, so was she, and she was just looking a way to get out of the holiday, but she ended up having to go. And uh, anyway, we're in Tunisia. And I hadn't met them, though we were staying in the same hotel. But I hadn't met them at this point. And she, little to my knowledge or whatever, was in the hotel, same as me, sat at the lobby, in the lobby, New Year's Eve, 10 years ago. This coming, 10 years, it'd be 10 years this coming New Year. Sat there, speaking to her dead son, Ryan, saying, Ryan, if you're here with me, get me a get me a psychic medium, get me someone, get me a psychic medium. And she said it to him in the lobby of the hotel. Well, Lisa and they went that night, went and did what they were doing. And the next day I was a bit hungover because it had been a late one, like New, you know, New Year's Eve, obviously. It's, we had a party in the hotel, it was great. And I was just led by the pool and... Um, my partner at the time got speaking to this guy. He'd asked him for a light and they were talking. And Spirit said to me, you need to go over there. And I said, no, I don't. Because <laughs> I was relaxing. And they said, you do? And I said, look, I just want to enjoy the sun. So I kid you not, the biggest fat cloud, you asked me where it appeared from out of... a. a a cloudless sky, I have no idea. I kid you not. Anyway, this big fat cloud come across the sky and the spirit said to me, now you'll go. And I was like, oh, you're cheeky. 
Do you know what I mean? They put that flipping cloud there, and I swear to you, there's not a cloud in the sky when, when I'd looked, like, seconds earlier. So anyway, I go over there, and uh, immediately I was aware of her son. And um, she said to me, in spirit, of course, and she said, oh, I have, uh, this is my daughter, Zara. And I said, should I'm, you know, da-da and da-da, and her, they introduced each other. And I said, but you have a son, don't you? And her eyes widened. And I said, in spirit, you have a son. And she just, her jaw hit the floor. And she said, oh my God, how do you know that? And I said, he's here with me. I said, he's, he's really concerned about you. And uh, I said, pulled her aside. I said, do you mind if we have a, a talk in private? And she because I'm in the middle of a pool area in a hotel. Do you know what I mean? I couldn't, I couldn't really start saying what I needed to say to her or what Ryan wanted her, me to say to her around a flipping pool. So basically, we went into the hotel. Yes, with no sun, because they put that cloud across the sky, <laughs> the sun. And we went in and we got a drink and I gave Lisa... A reading with her son next to me and it blew her away and that evening she said would you mind because me and her hit it off it was quite bizarre actually and she said would you like to come out with us tonight and you know and just get to know each other a bit more I said oh my gosh yes I'd love to well, we did we did we just hit it off well that night Ryan left it left us alone and we jailed people we really did really did jail and what a fab fabulous family what a beautiful beautiful family they are and anyway the next day um in the afternoon towards the end of the day um we met again and I had the other half of the reading to do because I knew it would come in two bits and it was at that point that she told me that she'd been in our hotel the night before saying to Ryan, if you're here, if you're here and I feel you are, get a psychic medium to me. And he did. Me. And like I say, a butterfly just threw flew past the window then, another angel sign, guys. Um, he was there and he got me and spirit made damn sure that I was not going to be on that sunbed a second longer. And, you know, I gave up two afternoons of my holiday to do this reading for her and to help heal. And Ryan was with me the whole step of the way. Well, that's 10 years ago, this coming um new year and we have been friends ever since ever since and i used to ring lisa i ryan would come to me and he'd say mum's down call her you know and we between us me and ryan really helped heal her uh, we did she stopped um you know she stopped wanting to kill herself and she 
the reading I gave her in the latter part of that second afternoon, I gave her a future reading, what I saw coming in. And um, it's all come true. She got married to Phil. They have a little girl. And I wouldn't say to you that she's healed from it. It was the most traumatic experience in her life. But I've helped her, helped her understand that she did agree to it in her life plan before she came here to be Ryan's mummy and to experience that as an experience. But we've also spoke about the fact that she's known Ryan in lifetimes before. He's been her son. They will meet again. Ryan is not in the dark. He And the whole thing of him passing, because it was horrific how he passed, to know that he's healed, to know that he's in the afterlife in one piece, and that he was out of his body before those horrific things happened to him, which spirit stressed to me and the angels stressed to me. Because in your time of passing, when it's your time up, it's your time is up. They're not, you're not going to unduly suffer. And if you die horrifically like that, your, your soul's going to be out your bo physical body anyway. And this is what we've worked with. And what I've helped to try and do to, for Lisa to help heal her. And Ryan's done it as well, guys. I can't take credit for it as well. I mean, I remember one day Ryan said to me, bring me mum. I said, what's wrong? He says, she's making a chilli. And she hadn't put enough chilli powder in it. So I, Lisa picks the phone in her Northern Irish accent, bless her heart. And she says, hello. And I said, are you cooking chilli? Wow. She burst out laughing. She absolutely burst out laughing. And she said, yes. I said, well, Ryan says, mammy, you want to put more chilli in it? It's not hot enough. And she went, oh, my God, you always used to like get hot. And uh, he says, well, A, he wants you to, he's there with you and he wants you to know that. And B, the fact that he knows you're cooking chilli and he wants more in it, more chilli in it. And we was laughing. We were absolutely laughing our socks off about it, you know. And I tell you, 18 months prior to that, we wouldn't have done that. We wouldn't have done that. But it was the fact that she knew Ryan hadn't passed. She knew he was unrested on the heaven plane because the whole family were devastated at his death and he didn't want that for them. He wanted them to continue with their lives um, while they're on this plane. And he wanted the best for them. And his love had no boundaries as well. And he came through to me while I was led on that hotel bed and got me up with a big cloud and look what I, I've got. I've got an amazing set of friends who I love and adore um, and they've been in my life for 10 years. I go over to Ireland every year to see them and in fact they've just been over. They've literally just been over to me. I, t I dropped them back at the airport getting on two weeks ago. So you know, our loved ones on the other side, guys, love no, knows no boundaries and they will do whatever they can to help us with a bit of belief that they're, that they're trying to help us. And I think, you know, Ryan's story as well is an amazing one of, a, you know, of the fact that a 14-year-old boy, he did everything to let Lisa know that he was okay because she thought he was in the dark and she thought he was in a bad place and he did everything and anyone that knew that family that went for a psychic reading Ryan would come through to get messages back to her 
Seriously, Ryan did everything he could. He really, really did. The only thing is the people that murdered him haven't been brought to justice, but Spirit have informed me that it will, they will be brought to justice. It's a waiting game, really. Um, you know, but that that's a, another side to the story. But, but the fact that his love for his mum just had no boundaries and the fact that he's done everything to show and tell her he loves her from the other side... And that in itself was an amazing, is an amazing story. But not only that, the fact that, like I say, they're on the other side, they're not dead, and love has no boundaries. And, you know, I feel very lucky at the, all the experiences I have from family and not family on the other side that want to help me that come from that great place even my ex's dad you know it's just it was a, it's a wonderful experience and that's what I want to you know share with you but obviously people that pass you don't stop missing them in the physical you're always going to miss them um but I think Lisa is in a better place now than she was 10 years ago and I can't take all the credit myself I have to take credit you know Ryan has to take credit for that as well, you know, he, he's done everything to help his family heal, and it, it is, it's amazing, and I, you know, I, he, he still, I, like I say, he comes in, when his mum was over with me two weeks ago, he came in, and we had a reading, and he, he said some things to her, and da, 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 you know, which brings her comfort, because she knows he's never far away, she knows that he always knows what's going on in the family, and some of the messages he has aren't always, you know, he, 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 when he was here, he was a very old soul anyway, but he would pull no punches. He'll say it as it is. And sometimes about his sister, he does, you know, like she's being lazy or whatever. <laughs> you know, he's a bit of, he's a comedian as well. But I just wanted to share that with you. You know, that guys, just because your family aren't, aren't here in the physical doesn't mean that they're not around. And that love has no bounds. It has no boundaries. Um, you know, their love for you to try and help you while you're still here on the earth plane. It's, you know, there, there is no boundaries for that. And I just felt very honoured and lucky that, you know... She, my ex's dad had done that for me and my dad come in last night when he had time, even though he was talking to me at 100 miles an hour, that uh, he had time and he told me the story, which made it even more magical, uh, which, you know, makes me feel very special and loved. So, so I hope this podcast has a healing effect for people. If you're missing someone, you're, you know, you're feeling lonely that your loved one's passed, to be reassured that they're never far away, that they always have our backs and they're always wanting the best for us, you know, in everything and trying to lead us forward in the right manner and in the right way and that they love us. And I just hope that people can draw, you know, something from these stories that, you know, that they're not gone from us just in the physical and that they love us. And, you know, I know, like I say, you're going to miss them. You miss them in the physical, but they're not far away. 
So I hope if, you know, anyone that's needed this podcast at this time, I hope you, you know, can draw some healing from it and in understanding, you know, that our loved ones are never far away. And, um, yeah, I'm going to leave you with that. Thank you for listening. And thank you, Claudia, for playing my show and the network. Because without you and the people listening, I wouldn't have a show. So thank you very much and love to everyone. And take care. And you'll catch me again soon. Live. (laughs) Take care, darlings. Bye-bye.